Hallelujah. Come on, let's just, let's just pray, church, shall we? Father God, we just thank you that you are our divine healer, that there is no one like, like you. And Lord, we just thank you that the same God who healed yesterday is the same God who is here tonight with us. And Lord, we just pray by the power of your Holy Spirit, you just begin to work through our bodies and our minds and our hearts in this place tonight for the glory of your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. We, me and Nettie were sharing this morning about uh, tonight and we didn't particularly have a plan but I just feel that there's some words that have been scribbling away that just to share tonight and hopefully I can read my own writing but um, I don't know if you saw the news this week but there was an 81 year old lady in Spain who um, took it upon herself that she would um, she would paint the face of Jesus where there'd been a, crum- a crumbling and peeling face of Jesus in a, on a fresco in a, in a small church in Spain and uh, so this blessed this year, eight to one year old lady painted the face of Jesus, and um, people came in to see this fresco that had a 120 year old fresco of Jesus' face that had been restored, to come in and be absolutely shocked that it was almost a cartoon drawing of the face of Jesus that she thought she'd so expertly painted, and yet was so far from the original painting. This 120-year-old painting of Jesus' face on this fresco. And, and it kind of got me thinking as I saw that actually this, this so often in our own lives that we misrepresent the, the original Jesus, the, the real Jesus to other people. There's so many times that we uh, think we're painting a good picture of Jesus and we misrepresent him. It was only this week actually that an impatient driver was papping his horn behind me and I turned around to, get, to almost give him a different kind of traffic signal. But, but I did stop myself, sure, and just thought, no, you know what, we, we are called... We are called to mimic Jesus. We are called to imitate Jesus. And um, so often we, we miss that. And, and tonight, if you're not a Christian and you've come to this place tonight, it's absolutely fantastic that you've come. And if you've ever been, uh, Jesus has ever been misrepresented to you tonight, I hope that tonight in this place, you will actually discover for yourself the wonder and awe and incredible love that Jesus has, has for you. If you've ever been misrepresented Jesus in your own life, um, uh, uh, maybe through hypocrisy, you feel hypocrisy that people have brought into your life who have said one thing and done another, I'll, I'll pray that tonight you actually discover the real Jesus, the original Jesus. And, and, and so often in life's current circumstances, we can kind of shrink down Jesus to our own circumstance. And... Um, I just want to share a quick story, and if you've got your Bibles with you, you might want to open it up to, to, um, to the book of Luke. To Luke chapter 8. And uh, just to give you a bit of a, a summary of what was happening before we pick up the reading. There was a, there was a, a synagogue ruler called Jairus, and Jairus' daughter, 12-year-old daughter was dying. And Jairus sent for Jesus to come and uh, restore his 12-year-old daughter. On the way, Jesus was stopped in the crowd by a, 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 a woman who had been bleeding uh, for 12 years of her life. No doctors had ever been able to cure her or sort her out, despite what medication and treatment she's, she had. And Jesus 
fully restored and healed this woman who had been bleeding for 12 years. And then we, we pick it up at verse 49. It says, while he was still speaking to her, that's the woman who had this 12-year bleed, a messenger arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue. He told him, your daughter is dead. There's no use troubling the teacher now. When Jesus heard what had happened, he said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just have faith and she will be healed. When they arrived at the house, Jesus wouldn't let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, James and the little girl's uh, father and mother. The house was filled with people weeping and wailing, but he said, stop the weeping. She isn't dead. She's only asleep. But the crowd laughed at him because they all knew that she had died. Then Jesus took her by the hand and said in a loud voice, My child, get up. And at that moment, her life returned and she immediately stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were overwhelmed, but Jesus insisted that they not tell anyone what had happened. An incredible story of the healing power of Jesus that is in this place tonight. And um, we read that actually the, there's a, a man, a servant of Jairus, came along and said, don't, don't trouble the teacher anymore. Don't trouble the teacher anymore. She's dead. And, and, and maybe um, this man saw Jesus as teacher, but maybe didn't see him as the healer. And maybe tonight through the way that you've thought about Jesus or been misrepresented Jesus, maybe you've got in your own mindset a certain opinion of Jesus. And yes, he was an incredible teacher and prophet, his saviour of the world, but he is also healer. He's also healer. And and in the face of this man saying, don't trouble trouble the teacher, she's dead, Jesus spoke words of, of hope. And promise into that situation. And in verse 50, we can read that Jesus said, don't be afraid. Just have faith. And she will be healed. And tonight I want us to be encouraged in that, that Jesus is speaking words of hope in this place tonight. We heard it as Tim led worship and words of encouragement through testimonies that I really believe Jesus just is calling us to not be afraid and just have faith. And in verse 51, reading on the story, we read that Jesus kept the doubters out. People who were doubting that Jesus was who he claimed to be. People who were presumptuous that Jesus couldn't do anything, that this girl was dead. Jesus closed the door on doubters, but he invited in the men of faith that were with him, Peter and John and James, and the, and the child's parents who had initially called for Jesus and uh, even we remember the story of Thomas. Jesus said, stop doubting, just believe. And tonight, as we come uh, and position ourselves and we pray for people, I want to encourage us that, that stop doubting, just believe. Ju- just believe. And we, we are not troubling Jesus tonight, folks. We, we're depending on him. And there's a big difference. And in, in verse 52, we read that actually the, the crowds... We're weeping and wailing. And Jesus stop, said, stop, stop the weeping. It's a, it's a weird thing to say at a point where someone has died. Stop the weeping. And yet Jesus knew what was ahead. And the ironic thing is, later on we read that the crowd laughed. They laughed at Jesus. One minute they were weeping and wailing. The next minute they were laughing. 
It was a circumstance that was directing the practice of the people. They, they were more moved, they were moved more even by the situation than they were by the hope of a healer and saviour. And tonight I want to encourage us, whatever circumstance or situation that we have found ourselves in in our own life, that actually that we stop allowing those things to direct the practice of how we live and maybe our mindsets and actually we direct our hope to Jesus, our saviour and healer. And And it says there that they all knew, they knew, they knew that she was dead. But they only knew what was in front of them and failed to recognize who was in front of them. And again tonight, I want to encourage us that we can focus in on what is around us and what's in front of us. But I want to to point to Jesus tonight, who is in front of us in this place. And we read right there at the end that, that she got up, that she lived. She came back to life. It's an incredible story, isn't it? Absolutely incredible story. And, um, you know, I remember when Joash was about five years old and we took the kids to West Midland Safari Park uh, and I'd got a belting headache. And, you know, you can feel it turning into a migraine, that kind of thing. And Joash at five years old said, Daddy, Daddy, I, w- I want to I wanna come on your shoulders. And I says, there's no way that is happening. I've got, I've got this awful head and I can't carry on my shoulders. And he says, well, I'll pray for you then. Five years old. And he said this simple prayer. Jesus, make him better. Amen. And, uh, and that was it. And he said, can I go on your shoulders now? And I said, oh, no, I've still got this headache. And he turned around to me and looked at my eyes and said, but, Daddy, I prayed that that would go, so I'm coming on your shoulders. At that moment, it had gone. And he had spent most of the day on my shoulders. I, I can't understand why things like that happen, though. It's a complete mystery. We can't understand why a, a, a girl of 12 years old was allowed to die. An innocent girl in this story had lived to be 12 years old and died. We can't understand why this lady had been bleeding for 12 years and no one could do anything. It's ironic that the 12 years, this girl, 12 years old, And this woman bleeding for 12 years, in those 12 years of pain, these 12 years leading up to a point, leading up to a point where incredibly Jesus was in that town on that day and and stepped into that situation and everything changed. And church, I don't know why maybe some of us have carried pain and hurt and our bodies that seem to be just collapsing in on us. And that we've carried some things in our own life. I can't understand the mystery of God that allows that to happen. But I do know that that day a saviour stepped in and healed those two situations and brought about incredible miracles. I can't understand that. But I can understand that Jesus is all powerful. And and there's, there's a great mystery to healing. There's a greater mystery to healing than there is a theology of healing. There's no, I don't believe there's any set theology on how people are healed. But I do believe that there is a mystery of healing in God's hands. And that's where we, the point that we come to tonight as we pray. That we are trusting, not in our circumstance, but trusting in the mysterious God who does heal. As we've heard tonight through those testimonies. And um, we, we won't let our pain and our sickness and our hurts misrepresent or paint a different picture of who Jesus is. That, that, <laughs> the painting 
just Google it. You'll have a little chuckle to yourself. This lady that had painted, in her opinion, the f- redoing the fresco of Jesus' face looked absolutely nothing like Jesus. It's like one of them Rolf, Rolf Harris cartoons. <laughs> and no one could guess what it is. Uh, yeah, anyway, but just have a look at that. But let's not look to the response of the crowd or to a, a circumstance tonight, but to Jesus. You know, what? one moment we may weep and another moment we may laugh, but, but it's in the, in, the, in the words of a saviour that makes, makes all the difference. My child, get up. Don't be afraid. Just have faith. And, and tonight, I'm just going to ask if Joe would just um, come to the keys. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I want to encourage us tonight that we refuse to let doubt or guilt or hurt or tradition or or um, feeling be- let down even by God, that, that we refuse to let those things misrepresent the Jesus that is here tonight in this place. Our hope and our healer, our restorer, our liberator, our, our king, our friend. And, and can I just say this, as we come to pray tonight, we are not troubling Jesus. I said it before, we are not troubling Jesus as we come and ask him to step, step into our areas of need. Jesus is still healer. And our, and, our, and our situations and problems are, are still an opportunity for a miracle to take place. Just as Joe begins to play, um, we've got some verses and scriptures that we're going to put on the screen. And uh, let, let our hearts be encouraged by these scriptures. And um, just as you begin to see those scriptures come up, and if you feel prompted that uh, tonight through the testimonies and, and that, that word there... I want to encourage us that we come forward. If there's an area of healing, whether it's physical, emotional, I want to encourage you just to, to step into what God wants to do tonight in this place. I want, I want to encourage us that we, we, we move from our seats. You know, Jairus moved from his place as a ruler of the synagogue. It was uncomfortable to ask Jesus to come and heal his daughter. And, and there's a stepping out and believing and shutting the door on doubt and, and coming into the greatness and goodness of God. So I want to I encourage us that just as we see those words and our heart's responses, yeah, tonight I've come and I want to be healed. I want to be set free. I want to be restored. And we don't understand the mystery of God, but Jesus is in this place tonight to heal and to make whole. And there was just a couple of words that I felt I had for a couple of people. And one of them, it was a picture, it was a picture of family photos um, being it, it was ripped up on the bed the pictures of a family that were ripped, ripped apart and, and I just felt God say that he wanted to step into that and bring restoration where you felt that the family situations wouldn't be restored I just believe that that's a, a word and also I saw a picture of a, like a water ford in the road and there was a sign saying impassable and, you, if you, and just feel that that's a word for someone that They've been told that they can't get past this point. They felt that they can't get past this point in their life. And, and God, I just saw in the picture the sign coming down and the water subsiding and making way for... And I, and I just believe that that'll be, that's a word for someone that what has seemed impassable, God is going to make passable. And also that word that Joyce brought earlier just to respond to that as well. So Father, I just pray tonight that we would see the real Jesus... 
healer and restorer, liberator, king, friend, the one who brings words of hope and comfort. Jesus, we just look to you to bring healing and wholeness in this place tonight. Lord, I just pray that be a set and free from people that have been bound by those things and release into what you have got for them. I just speak life and wholeness and healing in this place tonight. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. Just as you feel prompted, just you come out.